0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 27th, 2022. Before I get into the message, for those of you that get the email version, I put in a link to a message that I preached yesterday on the fundamentals of the faith. And, uh, and so I believe that this message will be a blessing to you. So click on that when you get a chance. It's about 45 minutes long watch that message, is going to be a blessing to you. So here, we're in a series entitled God's Grace and Our Faith. This is part 44. You know how I do it, right? I don't don't rush through things. So this is God's grace, our faith, part 44. So, So everything God does, he does it by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Everything we do in response to God's grace, we do it by faith. So it's by faith that we tap into the grace of God. And so, along those lines, we've been studying. We looked at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then we've been walking through Galatians. We got to Galatians 5 22 and 23, or 21, 22, where it talks about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Once we got there, we've been walking through the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and one of them, one of the fruit is faith. So, this is faith, Holy Spirit enabled faith, Holy Spirit empowered faith, part four. I'm calling this one faith that overcomes the world. So get ready to receive what the Holy Spirit is about to release in you. so let's get into the word. Here we go. Uh, All right. So uh, we've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and Galatians 5. So let's go look at these scriptures again. In John 1 and 14, the Bible says, the word Jesus became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been studying grace, the grace life. Galatians 5, 22 and 23, instead of nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, the Passion Translation says all of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, and then the other eight are manifestations of God's love. So the Bible says the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love and its varied expressions. So when you're filled with the love of God, the the Holy Spirit, these are eight things that people should see in your life. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. We need all of this. Kindness in action. Oh my God, right now we need that. We need kindness and action. You don't have to agree with everybody's opinion over what just happened and all that. We just need to be kind one to another, right? I mean, oh my God. Of life full of virtue. Faith that prevails. That's where we are right now. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities for these qualities are meant to be limitless. The law rules are limited. Put this in the chat, the Holy Spirit is limitless. So I'm limitless. Put put in the chat, no limits, no boundaries. So I'm walking by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is limitless. And so I see no limits, no boundaries. I see increase all around me. So when I got to faith that prevails, um, it reminded me of something that in the message that I preached yesterday, I said, or oh, I quoted from 1 John 5 and 4, faith overcomes the world. And so I just said faith overcomes the world, but I didn't follow it up because that, that wasn't you know, the teaching I was doing about explaining what I meant by how faith overcomes the world. So I'm going to explain it today. I'm going I'm to deal with, with that on today. Um, so I didn't follow it up, but when I talk about 1 John 5 and 4, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Um, so faith overcomes the world. A lot of times, people make the mistake of focusing on us. Like we're the ones that overcome the world. And the the reality is that Jesus already overcame the world for us. And so when we're tapping into faith is actually what we're doing is we're laying hold of what God has already provided. So to be clear, it's not like you're overcoming the world on your own. Jesus overcame the world. And now what you do by faith is you receive what he already provided. So that way, the glory goes to him and not to you. You got it? And so that's what I'm going to talk about today. But before we get into it, i got two more verses to share with you this morning uh, before we get into it. It's John 16 and 33 and 1 John 5, 4, 4 and 5. So John 16 and 33, from the New International Version, the Bible says, Jesus said to his disciples, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Now in this world you're going to have trouble. But that's okay. Take good heart. Why? I have already overcome the world. Put that in the chat. Jesus overcame the world for me. He already overcame the world. And I'm in Jesus. I'm going to explain. I'm going to teach you this morning. First John 5 and 4 from the Passion Translation. The Bible says, you see, every child of God overcomes the world. Our faith, that's what I'm talking about today, is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So who are the conquerors? of the world, defeating his power. It's only those of us who believe that Jesus is the son of God. So G, those of us who believe that Jesus is the son of God are people that walk in, in triumphant victory, but you're not walking in triumphant victory because of you. To be clear, you're walking in triumphant victory because of Jesus, right? And so I'm, I'm trying not to like preach this morning. I'm going to take my time because I need, I need to take the spotlight off of you and maintain the spotlight on Jesus. Remember, I want you to decouple, disconnect, and detach your faith from your performance. Faith works by love. Your faith will be strong when you're convinced that God loves you with this everlasting love and when your life is all about him and not about you. You got it? So what does this mean for you today? I think I have four things to share with you on this Monday morning to set the tone for the whole week. This is when I'm about to start to get into it. I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Four things. Number one, here we go. Jesus overcame the world for us. Jesus overcame the world for us. The spotlight is on him, not on us. The apostle John said, every child of God overcomes the world. <laughs> Are you a child of God? Put in the chat, I overcome the world. Now you're overcoming the world, but not because of you. You're overcoming the world because of him. Actually, you overcome because he already overcame. So so Jesus G- Uh, John goes on to explain that it's our faith that that lays hold of what God has already provided. John said, the victorious power that triumphs over the world is, is faith, and it's not faith in what, it's faith in whom, it is faith in Jesus. Jesus has already overcome the world. So John continues, and he says, so who are the conquerors that overcome the world? And what is this defeating power? It is those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Look at me. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? If you're watching this, the answer to that is probably yes. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God... If you believe that you're in the kingdom and the kingdom is in you, if you believe that you're in Jesus and Jesus is in you, if you believe that you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son, if you believe that you've been ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the father with Jesus, the almighty, if you believe all of these things, if you believe that you're covered by the blood of Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit and called according to the work and purpose and the plan of God for your life, then doggone it, you are an overcomer, but you overcome because he already overcame. Say amen to that. It's not about you it's all about him. Jesus is already provided. So God has already overcome the world. He did this by his power. He did this in, with, and through his son, Jesus the Christ. And now because Jesus overcame the world, here's the good news. Here's the good news. Jesus overcame the world. Here's the good news. God God now extends and offers that victory to us. Jesus obtained the victory and now he offers that victory to you and I. God says, here's the victory, son. Here's the victory, daughter. I already laid hold of of the victory. I'm just giving it to you now by grace, and then we, as sons and daughters of God, lay hold of it by faith. So by faith, we believe and receive what Jesus has already provided. When you live this way, the spotlight is on Jesus. The spotlight is on the Father, not on you, not on me. So it's not like we're doing something, look at me. No. our life is all about him. So the spotlight is on him. So it's not works-based. Our victory, put this in the chat. My victory is not works-based. My victory is not performance-based. My victory is grace-based. That means that all I'm doing is I'm believing and receiving what God has already provided. All I'm doing is I'm receiving the victory that Jesus already obtained for me. Say amen to that. That's the gospel. It's not about you it's all about him. Number two, Jesus already obtained the victory. I got to drive this home. So to be clear, it was Jesus who conquered Satan, hell, and the grave. It was Jesus who did it. Jesus conquered Satan. He conquered hell. He conquered the grave. So I'm not going to hell because of Jesus. I don't have to worry about death because of Jesus. So Jesus conquered Satan. He conquered hell. He conquered the grave. So, my victory is all in him. Jesus obtained victory over this world. Jesus took back the keys, right? He grabbed back the authority that Adam lost in the garden. In Matthew 28 and 18, Jesus said it plainly. After he was raised from the dead, before he went back to the Father, Jesus said, All authority on heaven and in earth have been given unto me. Later, Paul said, All authority in heaven. And, in earth, and under the earth or under Jesus. So my victory is not about me, but my victory is all about him. So our faith does not obtain the victory. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about this, like, well, how do I manifest this? How do I make this happen? How do I, you know, how do I command? How do I command? How do I declare? How do I decree? How do I manifest? No, our faith does not obtain the victory, to be clear. Our faith lays hold of the victory that Jesus already provided. So it's not about us making something happen. It's it's about us discerning what's already done and then receiving that by faith. Our faith simply receives, believes and receives what God has already provided. And so it's not about you. Once again, it's all about him. So when you understand this, it makes sense why you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, without the Holy Spirit, it's gonna be difficult to live this way. But the Holy Spirit will lead you, watch this. This is why the Holy Spirit, when you're praying, he will lead you to pray from a position of victory, not for the victory. Let me slow down. I, I need you to get this. The Holy Spirit will lead you to pray from victory, not for victory. Meaning that while you're praying, the Holy Spirit will, will lead you to pray like it's already done. Like like, But you're like, oh my God, what do you mean? It's but it's not him. So you're praying like it's already done, even though you can't see it with these natural eyes. You're praying grace-based prayers and not need-based prayers. Let me explain. When you pray from a position of grace, you believe it's already done. When you pray from a position of need, you're saying, oh God, I need you to do this. When you're praying from a position of need, basically you're telling God, I don't believe it's already done. When you're praying from a position of need, you're you're, you're actually praying like, like, like you lack something. You're praying saying that I need you to move, God, like God hasn't already moved. But when you pray from a position of grace, God is showing you what he's already done. And now what I'm doing is I'm praying from a position of grace, not from a position of need. It's not performance-based, it's grace-based. And so now I believe and I receive what's already done. And so now, watch this, when you when you pray that way, the Holy Ghost will say, no, you're praying from victory, not for victory. And not only is victory your destination, but victory is your starting point. Oh my God, put this in the chat. Say victory is my starting point and my destination. Victory. I'm going from victory to victory. I, I, I'm praying from a position of grace. I'm praying for, from a position of victory. Victory is both my starting point and also my destination. Why? Because I believe that has already been provided. The apostle John said, every child of God overcomes the world. Why? Because Jesus already overcame the world. Our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over this world. Why? Because Jesus already did it. So now I'm praying from victory to victory. And so I'm doing it because it's already done. And so I'm not doing something to manifest I'm not doing something to make God move. I'm doing it because I believe God already moved. All I'm doing is receiving what he already provided. So that that puts the spotlight on God and not on me. Say amen to that. Number three, the Holy Spirit will help you see yourself as one with Jesus. And this is critical. The Holy Spirit will help you see yourself as one with Jesus. When you are in Christ and Christ is in you, everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you right? You are an heir and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. You can put that in the chat if you want. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to me. So now when you believe that and you mature, then everything that Jesus is, is who you are. Say that out loud. Everything Jesus is, is who I am. I am. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. So as you mature in the faith, the goal is to walk over to the mirror and see yourself as one with Jesus. To be able to look in the mirror and say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. I am one with Jesus and Jesus is one with me. Now, it will be difficult for you to do that without the Holy Spirit. Faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So you need the Holy Spirit to combat the thoughts that you're going to get from yourself and from Satan and from this world. So you need the Holy Spirit to combat those thoughts this world, watch this. Ooh, this is so good. This world will tell you that you're not good enough. The Holy Spirit will remind you that Jesus was good enough for you. Say, Jesus was good enough for me. See, this Satan will tell you that since you failed, you did something wrong, you've disqualified yourself from what God promised. The Holy Spirit will remind you that you can't disqualify yourself from something you never qualified for in the first place. Say, Jesus, qualify for me. See, how can you disqualify yourself from something you never qualified? See, the enemy will tell you that you're in a situation and this is going to destroy you. And the Holy Ghost will say, no, no, no. You overcome because Jesus already overcame. Jesus already overcame Satan and hell and the grave. And so now you overcome because he already overcame. And so now the Holy Spirit will keep reminding you to walk and live by faith. The Holy Spirit will keep building you up reminding you that Jesus was good enough for you. Jesus was, was righteous. You're not perfect. Jesus was perfect for you. You're not righteous. Jesus was righteous for you. That, that This is already done. The Holy Spirit enables you to walk and live by faith. Say amen to that, which is number four, the last point for today. And I'm trying to like not get too excited because I really need you to get this thing. All right, number four, the Holy Spirit will help you live the life of faith. This is what I'm teaching right now from the fruit of the Holy Spirit. When you live by faith, You're not striving to obtain the victory. Jesus already obtained the victory. Your victory is now offered to you, right? Because God already has it. So he's offering it to you. It's your starting point and your destination. So you are going from victory to victory by faith. Let me explain. In Romans 1 and 17, watch this. The Bible says, the apostle Paul taught us that we literally go from faith, starting point to faith, destination, by faith, mode of transportation. Let me say that again. We go from faith to faith by faith. So we go from faith, starting point, to faith, destination, by faith, mode of transportation. So everything that we do, we do by faith. So when you understand that we're doing this because the grace is there because God has already provided where there's no grace, there can be no faith. So everything we do, we're doing it by faith, but we're only doing it because the grace is already there. We're living the grace life. So so God offers to us what has already been provided. God is offering to us his finished work. And so what we do, God is saying, hey, this is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. And our job is to believe and receive it. And so now he reveals something to us that is future to us, but past to him. And then we make decisions in the present, say this, you can say this out loud, say, I make decisions in the present based on what God revealed to me about my future. And so when you're able to make decisions in the present, not based on what you see, but based on what God revealed to you about your future, that's called faith. It's called faith. And to be clear, it's hard to do this without the Holy Spirit. See, we need the Holy Spirit. Why do we need the Holy Spirit? We need the Holy Spirit so that we will not be moved by what we see with these natural eyes. So so the the when we see stuff with our natural eyes, our flesh will tell us to believe. Our flesh will tell us to believe what we can validate with our senses. Our flesh would say, see, look at the email. Our flesh would say, see, look at the letter that came in the mail. Our flesh would say, see, look at the doctor's report. But the Holy Spirit would say, no, 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 don't look at that. Don't focus on that. Focus on what the father said already, because what the father said is already done. Here's the problem. Your flesh is living off of senses and is looking at sense realm evidence. The Holy Spirit is looking at what God said. And the Holy Spirit will will lead you to believe what God said, even when you don't have any sense realm evidence to support it. And even when all the sense realm evidence that you do have is actually going against it. And God will say, no, I want you to believe me anyway. And when you're able to not be moved by what you see, but only be moved by what God said, now you're able to walk and live by faith. But we need the Holy Spirit to do this. Amen. We need the Holy Spirit to walk and live by faith. We need the Holy Spirit to live this life so that we will not be moved by our natural senses. We will only be moved by what God says. And the church said, amen. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice. I'm going to take my time with this because I need you to to get this. This is why I wasn't rushing, and I I try not to get too excited. Speak this over your life, and, and you're speaking by faith. You're speaking words of faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me to walk and live by faith. By faith, I lay hold of what Jesus has already provided. Now, in your realm, eternity it's already done. In my realm, it's only a matter of time. So I choose to believe what you believe about me, and I shall not be moved by what I see with these natural eyes. I live from faith, my starting point, to faith, my destination. I do it by faith, my mode of transportation. I am committed to living the life of faith every second of every day. My faith does not create the victory. My faith taps into the victory that you have already provided. So my faith does not obtain the victory. Jesus obtained it for me. My faith simply receives and maintains what Jesus has already obtained for this world. I overcome because you already overcame. I am victorious because you have already provided. Therefore, it's not about me. It's all about you, Father. And this is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to today. If you want my notes, you should want these notes. Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it, put in your email address, and you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. I thank God for you. I appreciate you. I want you to do something for me. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, if and with your friends. Have an amazing day, and I'm going to see you tomorrow morning. This is today's word. Tomorrow, we'll have another one. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and et cetera, all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things uh, as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.